Hello, my fellow true crime fans. If you found this, that means you're probably a fan of the gruesome, a little bit unexplained, and or killers. So whether you listen to this while on the treadmill, or maybe in the kitchen while you're cooking dinner, or even if you put it on while you fall asleep at night, thank you so much for listening. This week's episode, we're in the small town of Cary, North Carolina, and there's been a double murder and some strange behavior. Stick around to the end to find out what happens. Before we get into today's true crime story, I thought I would share a fact. Not necessarily fun facts, just Facts about different things associated with murder. If you like the facts preceding the stories, please comment and let me know. Also, on a side note, I went to high school in Cary, but that's not our only fact today. Did you know strangulation is the most severe form of domestic violence? It interferes with the normal flow of oxygen to the brain. When the brain is deprived of adequate oxygen, it's called a hypoxia. Blood vessels may burst in the face and eyes. The eyes may bulge out. The victim probably turns purple. It's intimate. It's frightening and lethal. Approximately 10% of violent deaths in the U.S. are from strangulation. Now, let's get into today's story. It's a dreary day in December. Brandon is home in the small town of Cary, North Carolina with his mother, Krista. A fight breaks out between the two of them. She's screaming at him to kill himself while holding a knife. He's tired of her abusing him and finally snaps. He wraps his hands around her throat. He continues to squeeze the life out of her for over two minutes, screaming, just die. In her last moments, she lets go, falling lifeless to the floor. Brandon leaves the apartment to go to the gas station for alcohol and cigarettes. Krista's lifeless body lies on the floor waiting for him to return with her bulging red eyes, her bruised neck, and a purpling face. When he returns, He places her body in the bathtub and then covers her with ice. Brandon goes about his week like nothing has happened. He doesn't have a care in the world. He walks his mother's dog. He goes to get a tattoo. He goes to the movie and then he goes to his former work, Time Warner Cable. On December 14th, Brandon arrives at his former work, Time Warner Cable. He's angry and wants to take it out on someone. He begins threatening a man that he believes his girlfriend is running around on him with. The threats are taken seriously, and Brandon is charged with trespassing. Yet, they don't hold him. He's released. For almost a week, he goes about his life. On approximately December 19th, Brandon decides to break into his girlfriend's house. 
he's hoping to catch her in the act with another man. Brandon climbs through the window and he finds his girlfriend, Krista, completely alone. He claims in that moment to have decided to just say goodbye, to officially end their relationship. However, she was texting someone. She was cold and dismissive. He wants her attention. He wants her to care that their relationship is over. She doesn't. And this forces Brandon to snap. He lunges forward, wrapping his hands around her throat. And for over two minutes, he squeezes the life out of her. Her lifeless body drops to the floor right where she is. Her eyes are bulging, bruised neck, purplish face. Strangling someone is exhausting. It's hard work. Brandon decides to take a nap on her couch overnight. And at approximately 3.40 p.m. on December 20th, Brandon finally calls 911. He confesses in a completely monotone voice that is devoid of emotion. He confesses to killing his mother and his girlfriend. The following audio that we found is the 911 call. Now, it's only part of the audio, and it was previously edited to delete out addresses and names and long silences. How did you do it? Um, 
just came at me with a knife, and then I ended up choking me. Alright, and what about your girlfriend? Uh, my girlfriend was seeing someone else and lying to me, and I ended up choking her too. Okay, and where is she at in the hospital? She's right here on the floor. Police obtain warrants and apprehend Brandon. They find Krista, his mother, in the bathtub of her home. They find Crystal, his girlfriend, in the living room of her home. At the Cary Police Station, investigators interview Brandon. He never denies killing Krista and Crystal. He claims that his mother wanted to die. He took her sin from her because he believed that suicide is a sin. He hated Crystal. For four years, a case is built against Brandon for the double strangulations. Finally, in the fall of 2019, a trial begins. On the stand, he reenacts strangling both his mother and girlfriend. His demeanor is animated, and he seems to become excited when reenacting it. He reenacts how he strangled Crystal, his girlfriend, and he says, She tried to leave me, and so I ended up killing her too. And he continues on about how she was seeing someone else and lying. With excitement in his voice, he says that he snapped and choked her ass out and said to her, this is all your fault. Never denying the murders, he claims killing his mother was also in self-defense and killing his girlfriend wasn't premeditated. He says that he waited to call 911 because he needed to find someone to take care of his mother's dog. One of the psychiatrists that interviewed him said on the stand that Brandon had a traumatic upbringing and was an addict. This was an attempt to explain why he killed his mother and girlfriend. The psychiatrist also said he was devoid of emotion and clear-headed. The jury don't take long to deliberate, and they return with a unanimous guilty verdict. Brandon is convicted of first-degree murder in both the case of his mother and his girlfriend. The judge rips into him during the sentencing and is quoted as saying, Strangulation is the most personal form of murder that exists. You can't get more personal than that. The judge drills into Brandon how many minutes, seconds, days and years he will have to spend in prison. It's 10 million the amount of time it took him to strangle his mother and ex-girlfriend. Brandon, age 34 at the time of his arrest, is sentenced to two back-to-back life sentences without the possibility of parole. From what we can find, Brandon is still alive and serving his sentences in North Carolina. Crystal was age 28 she was a Westover High School graduate of 2005. Krista, his mother, was age 58. She was a military veteran specializing in behavioral science. And I'll leave you with these final thoughts. Was his mother truly attacking him? Or was that his lie that he told, hoping to get out of his punishment? And was killing Crystal as spontaneous as he claims? Or did he take the week after killing his mother to plan how to kill his girlfriend? My true crime fans, 
If you liked today's episode, please slide over to that five-star review button and then share it with your friends, whether it's through text or on social media. And thank you so much for listening. A new episode is uploaded weekly.